to Today at World Tag League 2023. My name's James Troopany of The Troopany Show, and joining me also of The Troopany Show is Mr. Marcus Green of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. How are you doing, sir? Oh, I'm good. Glad to be here. Try to check in every, every so often, particularly with you, to, to uh, keep up as, as, as much as I can from this perspective on what's going on in the world of New Japan. <laughs> I will have to say that your reactions... Um, from the Super J Tag League were worth the price of admission, especially <laughs> when I said, yeah, so Desperado's tagging me what? And you went, what? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see what you think of night four and night five of World Tag League. We still, where we started at the online stream MZ Yamanashi in Kofu, Yamanashi, Japan. Um, the pre-show, which I didn't watch because I didn't have time because me and Marcus did two great shows this week, so I had to watch them at some point. Oscar Lube defeated Ketsu Marishima uh, in the opener. Master Wato, Ren Rita, and Shota Umino defeated Gates of Agony, Bishop Khan, Teo Leona, and Yoto Nakashima, which is a bit weird because that means Bishop Khan and Teo Leona are classed as um, Hontai in <laughs> Japan, <laughs> despite obviously being members of the Empire in AEW. Um, any thoughts on that? Because they're doing, they're doing World Tag League. That's why they're there. Um, brought their Ring of Honor six-man tag team belts with them. I mean, that's that's interesting because it's you know that that is like I said, those those boys not missing no meals over there. Um, so it's interesting that they lost, but I guess it, it speaks to the uh, you know the cohesiveness of the Waddle side of the game um, that they was able to pull that off because those guys, I guess. Certainly, when they're on AEW TV, are uh, you know very much monsters in, in that field. So the fact that they they lost it, uh, that's interesting. To be fair, for a young boy, Nakashima is a bit of a monster as well. He was ideal parent for those guys, so that was intriguing to me. Uh, Chaos, Hiroki Goto, Yo, and Yoshihashi, along with Raisuki Takuchi, defeat Bullet Club, Alex Coughlin. Gabe Kidd, Ghetto, and Taiji Ishimori. I'm assuming it was Ghetto who was being pinned. Eight minutes and 43 <laughs> seconds. Any thoughts there? Oh, let's Ghetto, man. This narrative is, uh, is, 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 I feel like it's gone beyond the narrative that we once had um, with, with uh, Yoshihashi about him getting in his own way. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, you'll never hear me complaining about a Goto win. <laughs> uh, and, and, and at this point, they're so battle tested. You know, like I said, they could have, they they may be able to beat uh, a full on, on, on two situation and come out to victors because they just so they, you know, they kind of like I said, they battle tested in that way. But uh, yeah, that's a that's an interesting uh, Bullet Club mix. But, but Bullet Club has been interesting to say the least over the past like, year. So yeah, we're at the most interesting level. I, yeah. uh, nothing scarier has come out of Nottingham since than Gabe Kid. Like Nottingham's this nice little city, to be honest, where more women live than men. <laughs> so, I, Gabe Kid is the scariest thing to ever come out of Nottingham. Anyway, House Torture, Evil, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, and Yujiro Takahashi, along with Dick Togo, defeated Los Ignorables de Apon, Bushi, Hiromu Takahashi, and Shingo Takagi in 8 minutes and 43 seconds. I assuming they cheated. <laughs> yes, I got about to say, I'm assuming it was Yujiro that took the piss. <laughs> I guess not. Dude. They had to cheat. Somebody got held outside or under the ring or something. 
Just... I, yes, as Chris Charlton is so fond of saying, because Chris Charlton's the play-by-play guy now for this tour, <laughs> We're swapping with Lance Archer and Henry as colour guy. And honestly, Lance Archer and Chris Charlton, best commentary team I've heard this year. They're awesome. They should do it more often. Um, yeah, um, as Chris Charlton's often saying, when Dick Togo comes in, they have this new spot where they hold their opponent on their head and spread his legs and as Chris calls it, dick on dick action as Togo jumps off the second rope and chops him in the crotch. Oh, that's... <laughs> that's something. It is. It is indeed. It happened. Many people say it achieved something. Anyway, um, the last of the multi-tag matches, Kissy Fujita, Mikey Nichols, and Shane Haste, otherwise known as the Mighty Don't Kneel, defeat the United Empire, Callum Newman, Great O'Connor, and Henry in 9 minutes and 54 seconds. Great O'Connor and Henry haven't won a match all week. Just thought I'd put that out there. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm somebody, I guess, that's not a fan of... of uh... Uh, that particular faction, but just by proxy of uh, hearing some of your great reactions to not liking it, <laughs> uh, which have been great. Uh, but yeah, the Mighty Don't Kneel, man, I, I, I've always had appreciation for those guys, and even the way that they've, you know, this version of the faction, I think, is 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 really good. So, to, and it, you know, I, I put them against anybody, really, so to hear them getting a win, that's, uh, it's, uh, you know, not too surprising. <laughs> Fujita has dropped in line with Mighty Don't Neil because since he's gone to Australia, he's had his earpiece and the spacer put in. Huh. <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr. described him as the most Australian Japanese man ever. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, Atlantis Jr. and Severano Jr. defeated Rogue Army, Bad Luck Farley, and Jack Bonza in 9 minutes and 17 seconds in the block B, first Block B match of the evening. Um, uh, yeah, it happened. Um, Jack Bonza's not bad in a traditional heel sense. My favorite moment from him this week was they were wrestling Monster Source and he managed to get um, Lance Archer off his feet and he went to the hard cam and put his hands above his own and went, ah, and then Lance tapped him on the shoulder when he got up. And it just like his look of resignation was just perfect. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> But yeah, um, he's he's got the facial expression. I've not seen him wrestle much because like, he seems to be a he seems to be there to get pushed to get thrown about because bad luck Farley doesn't want to be thrown about. So therefore, it's in Bonza's job. Um, you know, when you're replacing Chase Owens, are you really like the tippermost, toppermost talent that you could find? He's a nice lad. I think he's going to be all right. I shouldn't make fun of him. And that they lost. Uh, to Atlantis Junior and Severano Junior. Very good. Severano, I was not impressed with when I first started. And then he did a big comeback, and I was like, whoa, he's really good. <laughs> so, yeah. Any thoughts on that matchup? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it kind of feels like, you know, somebody like Fale is the last of the uh, OGs when it comes to Bullet Club these days. Um, but I, I can I can understand him not want to be thrown about, but I, it will be interesting to see that that Archer match because Archer is just. You know, he really is somebody that doesn't kind of rest on his laws when it comes to, you know, his size, how he looks. He really, like, gives you a lot of personality that he, he really doesn't necessarily have to. Uh, but, um, yeah, that's that's surprising. For some reason, I always just be expecting Fale to be more dominant than, than laid back, which, you know, I guess depending on the day a lot of times. But, uh, 
know. He seems content to run the dojo in New Zealand, and you know he's done. He's done. He does World Tag League every year, but he's no. He's not been a G One guy for three or four years. Yeah. And I think I think the I think New Japan quite happy to have him in kind of a front office position. He's he's kind of senior in front office. Mm. You know, he yeah. he was the guy that recruited Jay White. You know, he's mm. he's um he's got a place in the company and he likes to go wrestle for fun when he wants to. And I think that's fairly reasonable for him, isn't it? Really. Oh, that's uh, that's good. And to the, you know, to the uh, guy that you said you weren't a fan of that, that you now are. And I mean, that just sounds like somebody that's interesting that's coming up. Not at all too similar from, uh, you know, Waddle. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Um, Yotosuji tagging with Zandokan Jr., who's kind of an honorary member of Ignorabilist um, Ahapon, because I figured they realized that, that Shingo's in a match at Wrestle Kingdom, and obviously NATO's in the main event, so they've run out of heavyweights for World Tag League. <laughs> Oh, we best get someone quick then. <laughs> so they got Zandokan Jr. from CMLL. He's very good. I like him. They defeated Minoru Suzuki and Yuji Nagata. So as part of Strong Style burying the hatchet with Hontai, Ran Narita decided, said, well, I'll tag with Shota Umino. And, and Despi said, well, I'll tag with Wato then if I have to. Which left Yuji Nagata stuck with Minoru Suzuki. And while Despe developed grudging respect for Wato, Anumino and Narita have got on um, because they don't have to like each other to win this tournament. Narita and Suzuki still can't stand one another. <laughs> so it, there's not so much teamwork going on as like Narita gets bored and tags himself in. And then Suzuki gets bored and tags himself in. So they've dominated every match they've been in for like 10 minutes, and then they get pinned. Um, uh, Suzuki was so so angry today, he broke off a, a ring barrier and tried to hurl it at a young boy. And did a good job of it, he landed it on him. Um, <laughs> but he wasn't mad with Agata, he just mad that he's lost. So we're showing development here. His anger management issues are being coming under control. Um... He's finding his new white meat baby face place. Bless him. Mm, yes, and he hasn't yes. beaten up Nagata yet, so we're on a winner, really, aren't we? Yeah, please don't touch Blue Justice. I like Blue Justice. <laughs> um, always, always like the OG Blue Justice. But uh, yeah, I mean that's that's interesting because it's, it's like you got these. It almost comes off like a like a a, a, a team of older gentlemen who very much grew up together, maybe went to school, but for some reason when they sit down and play cards or a game, like that animosity kicks up, like somebody always has to get accused of cheating <laughs> or, or doing something like if they're playing domino, you slamming them on my table too hard. Like, why you always got to slam them that hard? That, that sort of thing, which is interesting, but it's like, it's intriguing that it's, it's literally the faction of the OGs in New Japan getting it pulled like that. But I guess when you kind of done everything, I guess you kind of, you know, you, you have the luxury of honoriness. <laughs> so particularly Suzuki, uh, who, I, I, you know, get your opinion on this. How do you think, he, you know, he's faring? Like, do you think there's any res residual, residualness of, you know, the the absence of Suzuki going where he's trying to find his, you yeah, know. That's, that's the story. He kind of found a home in in 
strong style with Narita and with Desperado. And obviously, that's not too far away from Suzuki Gun because him and Desperado have been running buddies for years, in genuinely in real life. And I'm guessing that's the reason why Desperado was included in that group. Um, but I also I think like Narita's not that far off of a young Minoru Suzuki piss and vinegar. You know, he's he's that kind of guy. But Nagata is the exact opposite of everything Suzuki stands for <laughs> as a human being. Having said that, you watch this match, and Nagata is cheating just as much as Suzuki is. There's like, you know, he's kicking him in the ropes, he's throwing people outside, he's brawling into the crowd, and that's just kind of a Suzuki maneuver. So maybe they are rubbing off on each other a little bit, and we'll see by the end of the tournament. Because this is a long tournament. I, I'm wrestling, because they're the doing two blocks of four, so I'm guessing everybody's wrestling each other twice because it's like 16 nights or something ridiculous like that. So, um, yeah, it, it's intriguing for sure um, how this story is going to play out. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the rest of it to see what happens with it. And it's, it's interesting too coming off of because I think the last time we, we uh, did World Tag League which wasn't that, that long ago uh, in terms of a check-in, Ishii was not too happy <laughs> with uh, <laughs> Which I'm like, I would not want to. I'm like, I am not trying to extend this beef. <laughs> I'm Ishii and Tanahashi have moved a little bit on beyond professional respect. They're actually shaking hands and talking to one another at the end of matches now. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it, it, I, maybe Tana's not all that bad. Because it, it, it is noticeable that Ishii excuses himself from certain chaos things. Like when Tiger Mask retired, Ishii wasn't there. The rest of Chaos were there. Ishii wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> and when uh, Tiger Atori retired, everyone was there with Ishii for that one as well. And it's like, yeah, you know, he's still Ishii's a babyface, but he's a babyface because people like him, not because he's a babyface. You know, that's that's the thing. He, that was the thing with Chaos. They were a heel faction. They were the number one heel faction before Bullet Club came along. But over a period of time, Nakamura became popular again, even though he was a heel. And then Okada was a heel, but everyone loved him. And Ishii was a heel, but he tried so hard, so everyone had to love him. And how can you hate Yano? You know, he's 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 a goofball, but he's a lovable goofball. And even Rocky, even like um, uh, Forever Hooligans, Rocky and uh, Alex Kozlov were an awesome team to watch. How can you hate them? They were great to watch. And as Kozlov left, uh, retired, and um, um, and and the other Izuchi Iska, sorry, left um, and went to Suzuki Gun. He was kind of like you know, chaos by default became babyface. But Ishii never really lost that edge. You know, he's still he's still an old school King's Road style guy in that sense, and he he. He's taking a long time to warm to Tanahashi because, you know, he. Look what he did to Makamura. <laughs> you know, that's it's like you go back to Invasion Attack in 2013 and he murdered Nakamura. How can you be friends with him? <laughs> you know, so, so it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it, I like the fact that it's not just cut and dry. There's not just baby faces and heels. Just because you're baby faces doesn't mean you're going to get along every time. And I like that. It's cool. It's good. But there you go. Um, we'll move on. Monster Source, Alex Zane and Lance Archer defeated Bishimon, Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi in 11 minutes and 30 seconds. This was a bit of a barnstormer, as you can probably imagine. 
Um, Lance Archer managed to get um, Blackout on Hiroki Goto, and Alex Zane finished him off with that twisting splash. What's it called that he uses? Uh, look at his moves. What's it called? That's six thirty cinnamon driver. Oh, cinnamon twist driver. Um, or cinnamon twist um, body press, which was just wow. Uh, Alex Zane and Lance Archer should not be a great tag team, but they are. <laughs> and the most notable defensive action in this match was Lance Archer choke sanging Alex Zane into Yoshihashi. You don't so. Yeah, off the apron to the floor. Um, our tag team champions and our favorite tag team, and according to Pro Wrestling Illustrated, the fourth best tag team in the world this year, haven't won a match this week either. <laughs> mm. Which is concerning. If they want to win this World Tag League for the third year running, which I'm sure we both both positively support that action. That's, that's disappointing. Uh, but yeah, it sounds like the match to watch because I was trying to figure out my head when you listed it off. I'm like, I wonder how that went. <laughs> it was fun. As a semi-main event goes, it was awesome. Really good fun to watch. Um, it could have done me longer. 11 minutes, 30 seconds is a long time, but it could have just gone a bit longer. Especially when the main event went for 20 minutes. But yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah, that was the... No, I was just going to say, have you any thoughts on any thoughts on those two teams? No, I just... I mean, like I said, that's not like the match to watch because I'm sitting... Like, when you say that, like, first off, it's just kind of hard. And then maybe that's just because I'm, I'm so used to seeing him one way. It's kind of um for the longest because obviously he was tagged up for, for a while. But I mean, you're so used to seeing the murder hawk alone. They're seeing them tag with somebody else now. I mean, it would be interesting, but, uh, you know, it's kind of like one of those things if you kind of just get out the way and then allow yourself to be used <laughs> in the way of a, of a projectile, you should, you should probably you probably get along uh, pretty good with, like, old, old Lance. And, uh, again, like you said, Yoshashi and, 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 uh, and Goto, it's uh, those guys, but I get, you know, in this situation, they can be beat, you know, and, and Oftentimes, Lance is a one-man wrecking crew anyway. So, But uh, that definitely sounds like the match to watch. Like you said, had it gone longer, maybe may talking about it in a different uh, esteem, if you will. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, um, my, my favorite comments and commentary, the commentary of night three with Chris Charlton, um, Yano was coming out, and he goes, I'm going to say hello to Yano and see, what, see what he does. Hey, Yano! <laughs> Yano was like, ah! <laughs> He said, no, no, it's okay. I'm a good guy now. It's fine. <laughs> it's all right. It's all good. Don't worry, buddy. It's okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, main event time. Tai Chi and Yue Uemura, who looks about as excited as gravel. Um, going up against Gorillas of Destiny, El Fantasma, and Hikaleo. We were swapping um, a conspiracy theory that Yue Uemura misses Joe Hendry that much, and that's the reason why he has been utterly depressed throughout this entire tournament. To be fair, Tai Chi hasn't, hasn't looked particularly happy about the entire proceedings either. But they did manage to beat the New Japan Strong Tag Team Champions, El Fantasma and Hikaleo today. So that was intriguing. Two minutes and 50 seconds, uh, Tai Chi getting El Fantasma in uh, old Black Mephisto there and pointing him away. This was actually really good. Fantasma and Hikaleo are actually a surprisingly good team. Um, again, because you'd think size difference, it wouldn't work, but they do work exceptionally well. And I'm wondering what that match with Monster Source is going to look like. That's going to be pretty sweet because you've got two giants and two flyers, and that's going to be amazing, isn't it? You kind of dream tag team matchup. Any thoughts on those two? Yeah, I'm not surprised somebody's depressed. 
tagging with Tai Chi. However, <laughs> uh, the, the concept of how good Joe Hendry, uh, you know, um, entertains with uh, with his particular flair, uh, very much I would imagine plays a key into it. Um, but at the, at the same time, I got to give Tai Chi credit, as I always like to, when I can. You know, when he turns it on, leaves the shenanigans, to the wayside, he is uh, somebody that's very much a problem in between those ropes. And, and hearing you say G.O.D. and, and not directly saying um, it just being the, the Tonga brothers is, is interesting. But obviously, I think Hikaleo has been consistent of playing a more, uh, you know, bigger role, you know, since we've kind of seen, you know, G.O.D. take a break. Obviously, Tama is 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 doing his solo thing and, 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 and Tonga is, you know, still holding down the fort. It's uh it's interesting, you know, seeing those guys try to come up, but like you said, Tachi took the win. Obviously he's a bit more experienced in these scenarios. So uh that that that's expected. You know, Tachi was, you know, definitely kind of been to the mountaintop before. So that's, you know, like I said, to be expected. Yeah, I think so. I clear that up. Um Tama Tonga invited El Fantasma to be a member of Gorillas of Destiny because he was basically trying to take Bullet Club down by himself. He wasn't really a member of Hontai. He wasn't. He was going solo. And Tama said, "Hey, look, I've been there. I've tried. It ain't gonna work. You need some backup." And he invited them to become part of. Um, he invited to become part of Gorillas of Destiny, and they took the tag team titles off the War Dogs. So. Tama Tonga, again, his recruitment skills, which is one of the things that made made Bullet Club so strong, is yeah. now working for Hontai instead. So there you go. Which is, again, a nice little underlying story to tell. So, uh, night five, pre-show, Yotish Yuta Nakashima defeated Katsuyu Murashima, a new young boy who is so new he doesn't even have a cage match page yet. Um... So not what you can say about that. Atlantis, Oleg Bolton, Soberano Jr. defeated Monster Source and Oscar Lube. Oscar Lube is massive. I wonder what it looked like next to Alex Hainan's on the side. Six minutes and 38 seconds. There's not a lot of us saying about that one either, is there really? <laughs> yeah, we said massive uh, compared to, and, and, and what, I guess in one comparison to somebody like Galeno. Yeah. Mm. Oscar's, I mean, Oscar's, he's 6'5". He's big. Mm-hmm. Big lad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's not Lance Archer big. It's kind of the thing, but there you go. Uh, Chaos, Hiroki Goto, Yoshi, Hashi, and Yo, along with Raisuke Taguchi. Why? Defeated <laughs> 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 Padlock Farley, Gado, Jack Bonds, and Tai Jushi in eight minutes and 54 seconds. Again, Gado, why? Why are you bothering? <laughs> <laughs> Don't have to do it. <laughs> no, you, you will literally run the company. <laughs> but yeah, any thoughts there? Who, uh, who got the pin? We know who took it. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't list on the cage match. I'm guessing uh, Gedo, but I would suggest probably uh, uh, Yo. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I guess they wouldn't give it to to good uh, to Gucci, who's probably you know hip attacking as the pins being counted. True. Um, true. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. <laughs> they put him in a tag match with. It was Akada, Tanahashi, Ishii, and and. Taguchi and Taguchi was trying to like buddy up to Ishii and Ishii was like no <laughs> go away I mean I, I like him you no <laughs> I don't mind him so much these days but not you no um, but yeah that was that um, 
Duki Sanada, Takemichi Noko, oh, sorry, Duki, and your IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, Sanada, Takemichi Noko and Yui Imura of Just Five Guys defeated, oh, good God, Master Wato, Minoru Suzuki, Tommy Akahoma, and Yuji Nagata. Yeah, apparently that happened. <laughs> Experts are still trying to find out why. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that, that has to be one interesting locker room meeting. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to look back and look at that one because that, that's just, whoa, that's blown my mind. Possibly a fuse in it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that happened. There you go. Um, any thoughts there? <laughs> I, the minute you listed off, I was just head scratching. I just would imagine that the, the, the non-fluidity of that particular group pretty much played into them not getting that win. Very much so. Was Ignorables bushing Yotasuchi along with Zandakan Jr. defeat Gorillas of Destiny, El Fantasmo, Hikaleo, and Jado? I'm guessing it was Jado who took the pin there. 10 minutes and 30 seconds. Every time. Yeah. Every time. Oh, well. You know, I mean, yeah, fair enough. They, they all guys want to have a go. They should have a go. That's That's cool. It's, it's all all right as far as I'm concerned. Right then. Ren Narita and Shota Umino defeated Gates of Agony, Bishop Khan and Teya Leona in 10 minutes and 30 seconds. This was a lot of fun. Umino and Narita kind of getting things back on track. Bishop Khan and Teya Leona have looked impressive but just not won anything yet. But there's time yet. They can pick up some points. So that was an intriguing matchup. Any thoughts on those two teams? Because you haven't seen an awful lot of Narita and Umino, have you? Not No, not together. Uh, which makes it more intriguing watch because you know the gates of agony. That's like I said, that that that's a hell of a test. So the fact that they beat them shows you know how well that's been gelling. Yeah, I mean this is the thing is with Umno is like I'm, I'm like blind baffled by the booking because like two weeks ago he goes forty minutes with Will Osprey, and everyone's lauding him as the next great big thing, and oh he's you know he's going to be amazing, and then. Last Tuesday, he got pinned by Gabe Kidd by, from Piledriver. Clean. <laughs> it's like, and I know in New Japan, anyone can beat anyone, but Gabe Kidd couldn't beat Chase Owens at the beginning of the G1. Andy jumped in from the start. So it is just like, yeah, the Gabe Kid's on the rise very, very quickly. Or Shooter Umino's going to have to earn it very, very hard. And that's that's again that's that's a wrinkle in there. It's not going to be easy, and I like that. But again, it's just yeah, just a bit odd. <laughs> like going forty minutes with Will Osprey says a lot. Yeah, until it, <laughs> it yeah, doesn't. Until it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember who he said this week. Oh yeah, go forty minutes. Let's go forty minutes with the guy who's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you pit him? Well, surely your young rising star beating that guy before he leaves would be a better idea, but no. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, War Dogs, Bullet Club, Alex Coughlin and Gabe Kidd defeated Tommy Arishi and Tori Yano. This was a lot of fun. There's a lot of back and forth and a lot of Yano experience and Ishii toughness. But Gabe Kidd, that pile driver on Yano, again, it's a killer. And he took out Yano and Chaos to get them to four points. Well, first off, I commend uh, Yano for, for, you know, uh, the surviving under the hard, I would imagine, is a hard learning tree with Ishii. Because mm. um, you just, I, I got to commend Gabe, too, because, like, he, he he pinned Yano, 
Well, he had the patience to catch him. Yeah. But, but I would imagine also being with Ishii, it's only so much of that of that tomfoolery is going to be allowed because Ishii's not going to just sit there and be taking everything. Um, so that is a is a interesting combination. But to your point, that must be a hell of a power drop. Yeah, that's the thing. It's it's rare something as simple as that is a finish. Obviously, Minoru Suzuki's gotch power driver, but Suzuki's reputation is everything's about technique and doing everything correctly. So yeah. his power driver has to be better than everybody else's. So Gabe Kidd, you know, he's yeah. he's he's um, using a power driver, and that's yeah, that's I'm fine. I'm actually, I mean, that's actually really refreshing to hear because the power driver in AEW is basically a DDT. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I'm just trying to think. You trained Gabe Kid, and I'm like, he was trained who trained to trainer Sticks, Sticks, Marty Jones, and Katsuyori Shibata. Three double R bastards. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> three double That's R. That's the only way you can describe them three. <laughs> oh man, Marty Jones. Wrestled in a cage match one night, cut his arm on the top of the cage, had sixteen needed sixteen stitches after the match, but kept going. I don't there even know if it'll be that tough. So kudos to him. <laughs> <laughs> Marty Jones was Marty Jones snake pit trained, didn't stand any showmanship whatsoever. His his phrase was, "I may have scurfed a few wrestlers around a bit in my day." <laughs> yeah, 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 I bet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he he helped train William Regal, which will tell you how how tough he oh, was. Oh, ne- never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, he he had a big hand in William Regal and Kid McCoy and. Trained one of my mates who's a referee in the UK scene and a bunch of other wrestlers as well. He's got a training school and he's really good. Anyway, oh, where are we? Yes, Kato Kiyomiya um, and Rae Owa on loan back from Noah. Owa is doing his excursion in Noah. He's not going anywhere else. He's just doing it in Noah. And by all accounts, the Noah guys love him. The fans do. They managed to dispose of Evil and Yudoro Takahashi, the House of Torture, in 16 minutes and 14 seconds, which was an awful lot of time for shenanigans, as you can probably imagine. Yeah. And there, there was, unfortunately, dick-on-dick dick action in this particular match. But Kiyomi and Oa did go out with the win. Aoa's got, like, he's, he's trying to perfect the backbreaker. <laughs> he's got some incredible variations on the backbreaker. It's like, you know, it's a bit like, I don't know, learning Latin mass. <laughs> it's nice to know you can do it, but it's not completely necessary in life. Why you're trying to reinvent the backbreaker, I don't know, but he's doing it really well. And it seems like a worthy thing for him to do. That's that's interesting because you know you know Strong's supposed to be the Messiah. So I would like to see uh, <laughs> some of those comparisons. Because back is you know, backbreaker is is it's just brutal because there's no real way to be like you know, you're you're one hundred percent taking that. <laughs> like so um, the fact that he's coming up with, with even more refreshing variations of an already brutal series of uh, of maneuvers that, that that's impressive. Absolutely, yeah. Um, Keita Kiyomiya, 27 years old, still the absolute ace of, of Noah and still looks absolutely amazing and kind of looks like a star in this particular tournament because there aren't many others, I think, is the issue. Ishii's kind of on his level. 
I suppose evil is in one way or another, but everyone else isn't really a superstar and he just looks like a superstar. As well as just Suzuki and Narita, but they are older superstars, so they haven't quite got the same shine that he has. So yeah, he walks and talks, walks the walk and talks the talk. So and <laughs> when they announced it, um oh god, current global honor crown champion, whose name escapes me. Uh Keno, there you go. Keno said, <laughs> and I quote, it's all right you're coming to New Japan, but go and win something this time. <laughs> so, like, yeah, all right, fair enough. So, yeah, so they're trying to, like, reverse his G1 trend of losing more matches than he won. Um, and the main event for this show was Great Okan and Henry, who've had a slow start. They've only won one match in this tournament so far. Like I said, they hadn't won anything last week at all. Uh, Mighty Don't Neil, Monarchy Nichols and Shane Haste, arguably the best tag team that's never won the IWGP Tag Team Championships as they keep pushing on commentary. Um, beat the Granted Empire, Great O'Khan and Henry in 15 minutes and 15 seconds. Seems to be, well, I mean, Haste and Nichols have been one of the most established and best tag teams in the world for going on for a decade now. But United Empire had a real killer run in this tournament last year and they're not gaining traction this year at all. And it seems to me like. It's very much about the new pairings, and O'Connor and Henry are kind of like a step behind, which is unfortunate for them. And I hope they have something cooking for them come Wrestle Kingdom because they work really hard. And, you know, I know we're not a big fan of their faction, but especially O'Connor, he's a superstar. He had that great match with John Moxley at, um, at Power Struggle not long ago. So, like, I hope they have something for him for all the effort he's put in for this year. And they're not just stuck in the Battle Royal at the opening of the tournament, on the opening of the card. But there you go. What's your thoughts on that? Oh, that's interesting. And again, it seems like a match to watch because, like you said, while you might not be uh, fans of the faction, you know, you, you never deny the, you never deny try to play down the work. So, you know, but again, to, to your point about the matter, don't they, they, they consistently always baffling to me how when I see them, they're not champions of some sort. Yeah, like consistently the best guys going that that don't have gold, which is a kind of baffling narrative when you see you know how many other teams oftentimes just kind of get stuff put on them and a lot of times be mixed shift teams. Um, and I think the Mighty O'Neill has been putting together a nice, uh, like I say, group over the past however many years. So um, glad they got the win. Uh, to your point, hopefully they they are able to do something about the United Empire. Catching back up on some of that momentum because it does say a lot uh, with what they did last year. Um, and New Japan is usually good with maintaining that momentum uh, sometimes. So uh, we'll see. But they, you know, I, I would very much like to see the Matadonia uh, get some significant, particularly if you're not going to ever crown these guys. You know. Yeah, I think that's the thing. You. Looking at Wrestle Kingdom, the obviously the only thing left is the tag team title match. So NATO has uh, Sonada for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. That's the main event. Akada's got Brian Danielson. Akada <laughs> is like swinging for that to be the main event. NATO will just walk if that happens. Um, Samatonga versus Shingo Takagi for the Never Openweight Championship. Ocean Spray versus Dave Finley and John Moxley for the US Championship or whatever the new championship they're going to create to replace the US Championship because Dave Finley destroyed the US and UK Championship belts at Power Struggle. Um, and then 
uh, who else is there? Um, New Japan Strong Championship won't be on the line because it's currently in that tournament with Eddie Kingston. So the only thing, our oh, junior heavyweight, Hiromu Takahashi versus Desperado for the junior heavyweight championship. So the only thing left is uh, the tag team title match. And um, it's going to be Bishimono versus somebody. And the biggest match you have on the table is Bishimon versus Mighty Don't Neil, which they haven't run yet. Because you're not going to get FTR back. They're, they're kind of like stuck doing stuff in AEW. Um, so yeah, it's kind of the obvious thing, but we've been we've been duped before. <laughs> it was the obvious thing to have Desperado win the Super Junior Tag League, wasn't it? And that didn't happen. So, what do you do? Yeah, hopefully that that is the thing because that would that would make a real that would cap off a real good card, like you said. If if Nato don't get the main event, he walks, which would be hilarious. Um. Well, but, but that, I mean, that story just makes sense in, in, in totality of how, you know, Sonata left and then finally gained prominence after God knows how long. But, um, yeah, I'm hoping that's, I'm hoping that's the match, you know, and I'm all, of course, I'm rooting for Bushimon. But like I said, I might have known Neil, you know, it's kind of, something's long overdue for those guys, you know, because, you know, I heard about, I heard about them before I saw them years ago, and then I saw them like, what, you know, all the, you know, the the high praise makes sense. So we'll see. But like you said, we've been due before. Sometimes New Japan, you know, takes the burden expectations to the wrong level. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah, I'm just looking at, like, titles. Um, the last time they were World Tag Team Champions was 2015 Global Honored Tag Team Champions in Noah. And they held the belt. That was the second time they'd held the belt. They had a run in 2013 to 2014 where they um, held the belts for a year. And then they had a short run of 32 days. Guess who they dropped it to? Any ideas? You know them. They were on the cards we've talked about today. Well, one of them was on the cards we've talked about today. They dropped it. Sorry? And this is for the, the not you talking about the other components for the uh, tag titles? Yeah, I guess who, who did they drop the Global Honor Crown Tag Team Championships to in Noah in 2014? Any ideas? I don't know if it's on the mighty DLT. It was an invading force in Noah. It was the biggest story in Noah for a year, and it may have nearly killed the company by accident as well. Oh, yeah, I'm blanking on this because I know, I know you probably had to mention this twenty times. Um, <laughs> it, was, it, it was Killer Elite Squad, Davy Boy Smith. Uh, sorry, Harry. Yeah, Davy Boy Smith Jr. and um, Lance Archer of Suzuki Goon, who invaded the company in 2014 just after Wrestle Kingdom. So that's so. I always. I don't know what it be. I, for some reason, even though he like be prominent in the feature, I always some kind of way lose track of Davy Boy Smith. <laughs> <laughs> and he's big. He's big. As hell. <laughs> but it's like honestly, that guy that big kind of get lost in the wrestling shuffle. Oh. <sighs> so many reasons. I don't know why. He's got everything. Is like 
Yeah. Big wrestling family, got the talent, got the mouth, can do everything you want him to do. Don't get it. Let Lance oh, Archer pop it. up like a pimple like TJP and he'll be in your face. <laughs> David <laughs> Paul Smith, I'll be like, what happened to that guy? And like, no, he's he's still in. But um, yeah, so wow, that's yeah. And those two went on a tear, man. They did. They were they were well, it was Taichi and Kanemaru won the tag team titles because Kanemaru defected to to Suzuki Gun so that him and Taichi could win the junior tag team titles because Taichi was a junior back then. Kaius won the tag team titles. Minoru Suzuki took the GHC Heavyweight Championship. Um, and but Noah fans hated it. Absolutely hated it. It was amazing TV, and I watched Noah in ages, and I was like really interested and watched every match that happened. And that was the year that Marufuji had a final for the Global Honor Tournament. Was the final was him and Shelton Benjamin, who was also in Suzuki One, which people forget. <laughs> that that brief stint, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was it was yeah, it was a while. It was awesome. But there you go. Yeah. Anywho. Um yeah, Suzuki Gun. They did so many things. Do you know what else was in Suzuki Gun? MVP was in Suzuki Gun. People forget about that as well. Because <laughs> <laughs> he described it as like when the contract came up with WWE, New Japan offered him a contract and he was like yeah, I want to go to New Japan. And WWE were like, really? And they were like, yeah. I never wanted to wrestle in WWE. I always wanted to wrestle in New Japan. So he said, it's like somebody, it's like I started wrestling. It was when WWE came calling. It was like someone giving you a Rolls Royce. But I still wanted that old Ford Mustang. <laughs> oh, that's a great, that's a great way to describe it. Yeah. So he said, I went and rode my, drove my Mustang. He said, that, that was really what I wanted. And that was it. So, yeah. Well, thank you for your excellent commentary today, sir. I appreciate it. And you will be back at the Troopany Show on Monday where we're talking about Gleet, won't you? Yes, sir. Always a pleasure. These these uh, these World Tag League check-ins are becoming uh, uh, very, very favorable. <laughs> Commentate on watching wrestling you haven't watched. <laughs> I don't ask much, but yeah, what do you think of these guys you've never seen before? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, thank you very much. Where can we find you on the internet, Marcus? Yes, uh, uh, again, on Twitter, uh, at Paradoxkid, P-A-R-A-D-O-X-K-I-D, always down the chat. There you go. You can find me on Twitter at Sheriff Lonestar. You can find me on Sheriff Lonestar TX on Instagram and on Mastodon. You can find the show on YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts from. You can find the show on Troopney Show on Twitter as Troopany Show on Instagram as Troopany Show and The Troopany Show on Facebook and Patreon. And we have, like I said, a YouTube channel. Go listen to us there. This is where the show will be up there tonight because we turn around that quickly here at The Troopany Show. Take care and we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Bye.